This is where they are building the largest nuclear fusion reactor in the world. Yeah, a friend of mine told me I had to check out this pool. America on Main Street and at the dinner table is talking about infrastructure when 20 years ago they didn't even know what that meant. Today those towers are an astounding display of wealth, prestige and engineering first. It's impacting everyday Americans. I am against the train the way it's being done right now. New York City housing is a scam. It is a scam, 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 scam. The Shard in central London is being officially opened today and at 310 metres tall, it's Europe's newest and tallest skyscraper. Hello, I'm Fred Mills. And this is the world's best construction podcast by the B1M. Hello and welcome to the world's best construction podcast. We are very, very pleased to have you. I'm your host, Fred Mills, and as always, I'm joined by my fellow co-hosts, Luke Bly and Liam Marsh. How you doing, Luke? Come to you first. Yeah, not bad at all, mate. Not bad at all. Um, I was slightly disappointed to have missed the uh, cheeky B1M drinks and meetup last week in uh, Central, mate. Oh, Couldn't yeah. make that. I was double booked I, I with work, but was it all right? Notice. Yeah, it's good. I didn't oh. notice you weren't there, mate, to be honest. So. Oh, thanks, mate. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> I was having <laughs> such a nice time. <laughs> That's how you know. That's how you know I weren't there, because you're having a good time, yeah? Yeah, probably. I mean, I mean, sorry, yeah. let me just change my story. Oh, Luke, yeah. I was so upset yeah. you couldn't make it. That's right. Really killed the so, vibe. Yeah. This is one less person you have to pay for drinks. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> that's, mate. That's, that's more like <laughs> mate. Pound signs. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice, isn't it? The sun's coming out in London, which is which yeah. is good. It's still cold, but after a few months, the sun has finally broken through the clouds. Thought it might have been a comet at first, but no, it looks like it's the sun. It's there. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, my yeah, gym is absolutely packed. The sun's come out, and suddenly loads of people have turned up at my gym trying to get fit for summer like at the last minute yeah you can't do that you got to invest over the winter mm. Mm. but they're part-timers mate they're not all like you they're not all buff big buff fred are they so they're not gonna rise I'm not gonna rise to that liam how you doing mate I'm great, mate. Great. I just want to just want to bring something up. We just said off here. Did you actually just say you genetically have good calves? <laughs> did I hear that, mate? Please I did. explain. I did what that. does that mean? Well, <laughs> what, so makes, what makes a good calf? I'm getting better at training my legs because my my legs perpetuated my back pain for a long time. So I've avoided training my calves for a bit because. When I train my calves, it aggravates my lower back for some reason. Anyway, I'm, I'm getting, I'm working on it now. But what I said was, I'm, I genetically have quite good calves. My dad's got very good calves, just naturally. So I naturally have decent calves. I don't have to train that much. Like a footballer, he was a footballer. Like thick. Um, um, I'm not going to choose a word or an adjective to describe them. I'll let other people do that, Liam. Okay, I think you need to post on Instagram, mate, and let your yeah. uh, your, Less... your your fan base decide. <laughs> exactly. Less topless picks, more leg picks. <laughs> what, what are Trous- you saying? I was going to say I was going to say trouserless picks, but I, I don't know. Liam, <laughs> halfway through that, Liam was like, "Where am I going with this? Yeah. Less topless picks, more what, lower body picks." <laughs> <laughs> How you been, Liam? I'm great, mate. I'm great. 
Um, yeah, I'm doing good. Sun's still shining over in Australia. I am a little bit envious of you guys coming into spring because I do think London is the best city in the world when spring starts. Everyone, the whole the whole city changes. Atmosphere, the vibe, everyone's just loving life. Everyone's outside. Everyone's down the pub. It's a great time. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that, mate. I can't lie. You know, those summer, spring pub sessions, walks, you know, just ending up in little eateries. Oh, yeah. come on. And it so- comes <laughs> August and you guys will be moaning on here that it's too hot. Yeah. Yeah. I can't well, wait. we moan about everything, mate. So prepare. <laughs> <laughs> prepare for that anyway. <laughs> Hoping up another 40 degree day because last summer it, it genuinely was too hot. I don't know if I mentioned, but I went to Frankfurt on a film trip and it was really hot there. Have I mentioned that before? Oh, mate. I think that's when you were wearing those jeggings. Yeah. <laughs> Accentuating my genetically great calves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, right. Let's get on with the episode. Guys, come up this week. We have got the Middle Eastern building spree you weren't aware of uh, to be revealed shortly. Uh, come, which came out on the B1M yesterday. Really cool video we did there. The B1M's April Fool's joke we're going to talk about, which we released on Saturday, 1st of April, which caused an absolute storm online. Also, construction progress on New York's 525th Avenue. Plenty of your comments from the week spread throughout. And the whole thing laced and generally enhanced as ever with some fantastic, witty, iconic batter. Batter? Batter? Why have I said batter? It's not fish. Banter. There you go. That's the kind of podcast you're in for. All coming your way now, guys. Let's go. First up this week, we are talking about the Middle Eastern building spree you weren't aware of, which was a video that came out on the B1M yesterday. Now, lots happening in the Middle East at the moment, which we're going to talk about quite a bit on this episode. Uh, But generally, when you think big building spree, big mega projects in the Middle East, you kind of think UAE, Qatar, Saudi Arabia. It's not those places for once. We're talking about Israel. The country is now a global hub for innovation from literally startups right up to big tech giants like Microsoft. There's also a growing population, and both of those things have triggered a big rise in the number of construction and infrastructure projects. Bit of context for you, between July 2021 and June 2022, more than 72,000 homes began construction across Israel. That's the highest figure since the 1990s, when it experienced a big wave of immigration from the Soviet Union. 30 years on, the reasons for the new construction push are pretty similar. So Israel's population is growing, with more people coming in from outside, from around the world. That means more homes being constructed and more infrastructure needed to support those homes and the growing population. By the end of 2022, the country had reached almost 9.7 million residents. That's an increase of 2 million in just over a decade. So it really is wow. growing. What do you guys make of this? It's mad. The, the, the population growth is crazy. You know, it really, really is crazy. Um, and trying to keep up with that in, in a relatively uh, small kind of slice of land, you know, and contending with lots of other things, um, you know, political um, climate, you know, it's it's a real it's a real challenge, isn't it, in in somewhere like Israel? So, Absolutely. yeah, I don't, it's, it's I don't a, envy the task. I do not envy the task at all. No, it's a beautiful country, and I, I hadn't realised the extent of population growth and the amount of construction work that's happening across the country. So it's yeah, it's been cool to dig into it more in this video. What, what did you make it, Liam? I'm um I'm actually quite surprised there's 
um, not more sort of skyscrapers in Israel. I don't know too much about the city, but for some reason I had in the back of my head that there was a lot more skyscrapers there. Mm. I was quite surprised by that. I was quite surprised at the population as well. I had no idea it was over 9 million people living in Israel. Yeah. It's another thing I'm quite surprised by. I, I figured like 4, 5 million, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. My my dad went to Israel a few times and um even on the on on his second trip he noticed like the development was booming and Tel Aviv has always been kind of the center of, you know, urban development in 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 Israel, especially for like kind of modern modern architecture because it is effectively a modern city isn't it tel aviv mm. and they say I, I don't know if you guys get them well liam probably don't but um fred if you're like browsing the internet i i i always get like israel tourism videos yeah, for yeah. tel aviv jerusalem to come and do like a uh, a long weekend or even just a weekend and spend like a day or two in tel aviv and then kind of go to jerusalem so you've got your um club dancey food scene in one city then you've got your history culture architecture in another city so i think the region as well has you know it it has tons to offer tons to offer and, and obvious it goes without saying the history just in jerusalem alone is is i i don't know many places that can compete with that to be honest no, absolutely. I think you know the, the elephant in the room with this topic is obviously that Israel has had a very uh, difficult political history, a very checkered history. There's been uh, wars and things going on, but that tends to be what it tends to become what dominates the news media and and our kind of perspective of this country. But actually, like you say, Luke, it's incredibly cultured. There's such a rich history. There's so much diversity there, and there's this amazing construction story going on. I think we really wanted to highlight that and talk about that and lift it up because you again you turn on the news at the minute and you see there's there's protests there's, there's uh, civil unrest in tel aviv because of stuff that's going on in the government right now but you know putting the politics aside and trying to put that part of israel's you know history aside not not um dismissing it or you know belittling it in any way but it's just it's all you hear about on the news so to try and look at this country from a different perspective and talk about some of the construction projects is is what we'd set out to do with this video, and I think it's come together really well. I like you say, Tel Aviv itself, incredibly cultured, diverse, it's got a lot to offer. It's on Europe's doorstep. Um, so yeah, there's been lots, lots happening. It's worth saying the population increase uh, has, as you might expect, increased urban density. So there's a lot more people now trying to live in urban centers, and that started to drive more verticality in cities. So buildings going upwards, skyscrapers. Like Liam said, there aren't many skyscrapers right now. There are high rises, but they haven't really gone that tall. All about to change with this 350 meter Azrieli spiral tower in Tel Aviv, which is set to become the country's first super tall skyscraper when it completes in 2026. Designed by KPF, who've had a lot of exposure on this podcast in recent weeks, cracking architecture mm. firm KPF. It's going to contain a bit of everything in this tower. We've got retail, offices, apartments, and a hotel kind of going with the kpf vertical city vibe they like to embrace and use no idea if i pronounced it right as as really as really spiral tower anyway <laughs> a big yeah. new building in israel <laughs> that sounded right man yeah as really yeah i think so 
I think so. Um, when I saw this, Fred, yeah, and I saw that it was designed by KPF. Um, if if you guys are listening, like uh, on on your commute or at the office, have a little Google, right, of the Azrieli Spiral Tower, and you might. I, I don't know if you think like me, you might think, hang on, that looks that looks a little bit familiar. <laughs> it looks really, really familiar. And when I saw it as KPF, I was like, mate, this is this is pretty much a repurposed design of the original pinnacle tower in London. Tell me it's not Fred. It looks so similar. Even like the step backs with the Yeah, type in the original Pinnacle Tower versus the Azraeli spiral tower. It's like, yeah, mate, they've just got the design and kind of <laughs> thinned it out a little bit. I mean, it's a it's a stunning, stunning design. I'm I'm a massive fan of it. Massive yeah, fan. Was of it. the pinnacle designed by KPF? Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Wow. Shall I oh, fact whoa. check that? Because we are on a yeah, let me fact check that. The pinnacle London K KPF. I can't remember yeah. who it was designed by. It was so long ago now. Yeah, it does yeah. look very similar. I love, I love this. This, this guy. If you can't see this, guys, obviously, because you're on an audio medium, it's a kind of cylindrical shaped skyscraper. And if you think helter skelter at your local fun fair, uh, it's got like a big spiral shaped twist going up it. So it's very, very beautiful. Uh, well, the renders are beautiful. Would it look that good when it's built? Who knows? Three hundred fifty meters, super tall, very impressive. Have I filled enough time for you to Google now, Luke? It is KPF, mate. That original oh, London pinnacle design pulled it out yeah. the drawer. Yeah, they have. They have. But it's, <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to take away from 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 the design because I think they they probably have quite similar, um, you know, reasons behind the design. I think this one, um, it looks it looks fantastic, but it reminds me of a scroll, you know, like the end of a yeah. scroll. So you immediately maybe think of religious texts, or maybe in this case, like a Torah or something. And it's like maybe a nod to, you know, the the, the people that live there, you know, their history, the culture. So I don't know. I, I I think it's um I think it's absolutely fantastic. I'm I'm a huge fan, but it does come down like with a lot of things like this comes down to execution. You know, will the cladding look like that will the finish look like that or will it look a little bit ropey mm. i don't know those spiral terraces lend themselves to some trees don't they but they seem to have resisted mm. i noticed that <laughs> I, it makes sense to me to repurpose designs if it if it doesn't go ahead in one area how much time would that save a right. lot yeah i guess i think there's, there's I, a design they, principle that they want to keep going like luke said like it's a They've got. They've developed this good design principle in London, and there's no. You still believe in those principles, so repurposing another building with a similar design, I think's yeah, fine. Yeah, mm. the, the renders for this one look a bit more sophisticated. I think mm. looks a bit more sharp. Looks a bit more clean. Mm. It's amazing what a big landmark skyscraper can do for a city as well. I think you know, this being the tallest new building in Israel, rising in Tel Aviv, its first super tall, will really help put it on the map and again fur- generate further development it will give permission for other tall buildings to rise which as the city starts to contend with rising urban density issues is a really important step 
Um, now, as you know, guys, this, this, there are literally loads of construction projects happening right now across Israel. It's a whole country, obviously, um, but it's not just big buildings. If you're going to bring in more people, more homes, more you know places and things to do stuff, you're going to have to bring in more infrastructure as well. There are a number of huge infrastructure upgrades going on right across utilities, services, and transportation. Big one in transportation is Tel Aviv's new mass transit system. This has been described as the largest and most complex transport project in Israel's history, which is saying something. Uh, it's going to consist of three light rail and three metro lines. First is due to open uh, this month, April 2023. Whole thing is 24 kilometers long. The route's going to run from Bat Yam in the south to several smaller cities on the outskirts of Tel Aviv. So yeah, this is very, very cool. A big new infrastructure system being built, big new metro system being built. Uh, yeah, looks good. It's... It's it's like the people who are running Tel Aviv are um, literally playing City Skylines or SimCity, and then they're like just slapping up, <laughs> they're just slapping up some skyscrapers and some mass transit. But it's exciting. I think it's really really exciting. And I was um, while I was watching this video, my missus was next to me. And she was like, oh, "Have you ever thought about going to Israel?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah I've, of course I've thought about going to Israel. I'd love to go to Israel." But um, I, Tel Aviv to me seems more and more appealing, more and mm. more appealing. Even just going for like a, a a long weekend, going and soaking it all up. And yes, it is more modern, but I love that even a lot of the modern architecture still feels Israeli. It still feels Middle Eastern. It doesn't feel like they're just slapping up random glass boxes. And there are random glass boxes, of course there are. There are in every city, but um. No, I'm, and even when you know, tempting me by the new the new transit. Come on, whenever I go to a new city, <laughs> I always want to ride like the metro there or the local tram or something there. I I always get a kick out of that, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, F- FYI, Israel, if you're listening as a country, address the whole country here. Uh, infrastructure systems around the world tend to uh, go over budget, take a bit longer than planned. So just just heads up. Might want to have a look at other people, what they've done, and uh, times the budget by two and let that construction schedule run out a bit because I'll tell you what, <laughs> it's probably going to go over budget. Also, now you're building big fancy skyscrapers, you're going to get critiques on the world's best construction podcast. Yeah. So, hey, you're in, you're in a new league now. Do, do you know what? It, this is this is proper random, but um, when I was prepping for this video, I thought to myself, there's a really nice tower in Tel Aviv that like made it in my own little make-believe list. It made it to one of my favourite towers um, in the world. And I had to go back and revisit it. But um, I found this article on on Dezine from 2017 that highlighted it. And um, it's called the Rothschilds Tower. And oh my word, it's so, it's so nice. It is, it is a really, really nice apartment tower. has a really cool, like... Um, like open roof kind of thing at the top. If you oh, can have, if yeah. listener, listener slash Fred, have a little, have a little Google <laughs> of <laughs> Rothschild Tower in Tel Aviv, and I'm, That's yeah, I'm a fan of it. Oh wow, no, I really like it. Yeah, and I like that it's, it's. I don't know. It's it to me. It looks like a tower I'd expect to see in in Israel. Do you see it like the bit with the top? cut out the top like the square cut out the top with the open yeah because it gets hot 
it gets crazy hot in Israel. So <laughs> <laughs> nothing like a bit it's, of ventilation. It's nice. <laughs> it's it's okay, isn't it, Fred? It's okay. Uh, yeah, like it's it. nice. It, I mean, it could be I, any city. But your no. fans were your favourite skyscrapers. At the time it was, yeah. This oh, is a quality You like, tower, you like the walkie-talkie, don't you? So the just finish. Uh, Fred, the, fin- the finish. Okay, this is what I'm talking Okay, about. Any new skyscraper, any new tower, the finish is outstanding and how many towers do they throw up in london that you like you look at you look at the render and you go oh no that looks decent and then when it's built it's value engineered yeah it's value engineered to whatever and it doesn't look good but in like what you were saying earlier in principle it looks good but in execution i can't believe you're picking your favorite skyscraper based on the finish like, come on! This what? is a, a favorite skyscraper. All the skyscrapers in the world. There's a big, it's not my f- awe-inspiring, emotive buildings, <laughs> and you go, "Oh, the finish!" And this one in Israel is really nice. Like, come on! What are you talking about? It's that's really important. That is really it's important. important. But it's not the thing with a skyscraper. It's not. Like, it's I'm not, not the- saying it. Look. Look, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's the thing. I just I really liked this, and I thought white skyscrapers. It could look a little bit yeah, cheap. I do maybe like, like that. a little. I, I like it. I really like it. Liam, am I, am I, uh, wait, I, I can just see it as, it, to me, it just looks like a Southeast Asian residential <laughs> tower. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it does. It's I'm like, oh, yeah. I, I've seen plenty of these in Malaysia, in KL. <laughs> I've seen heaps. Well. Yeah, all right, it's all right, right. It's forgettable. The, the finish, it says a lot. Right. That... The finish is great. Yeah, yeah thanks, Liam. That's all I wanted to. That's all <laughs> I wanted right. to feel. There I just right. want to feel seen. I want to feel acknowledged. Yeah. With we're definitely, you're definitely heard on this one, mate. Mm. We hear you. <laughs> we don't agree with all you, right. but we hear you. All right then. Cheers, lads. Mm. I appreciate that. I feel like that's a good compromise. I feel like mm. that's a good compromise. I'll take that. Anyway, guys, let us know what you think about this video. We did lots of lots of details in here about the uh, construction spree across Israel right now and, and really the st- incredible stuff that's going on, including some massive skyscrapers, big infrastructure systems, including the new uh, mass transit system in Tel Aviv. Get your comments coming in. Get your feedback coming in. Podcast at the B1M.com. Also in the news this week, guys, we did trick our audience on April Fool's Day, Saturday just gone. We published uh, renders of a new, well, the rebuilding of the Jeddah Tower in Saudi Arabia, but this time upside down. So this was, <laughs> we had a lot of fun with this. Uh, Ian, Ian Parkin, one of our content producers on the team, used an AI program to basically type in the parameters. And then the AI program produced this uh, these these renders of this of the Jeddah Tower, but now built upside down, which is absolutely incredible. I have to say that program is amazing. He typed in the British Houses of Parliament, but designed by Zaha Hadid, and the renders that came out of it were incredible. Like it is scary where this AI stuff is going. It really, really is. Mm. Um, some people are using it to put the Pope in a puffer jacket, but we are using it to imagine crazy, crazy renders. So we published this, uh, as I said, Saturday morning, uh, saying that plans have been approved for a Saudi Arabian development firm to restart construction work on the country's one-kilometer-tall Jeddah Tower 
but this time upside down, embracing a dramatic inverted design that will see the structure taper outwards as it rises. Uh, the BLM understands that developers felt the inverted plans were a powerful way to reignite interest around the scheme and compete for press attention amid the many state-backed mega projects. State-backed mega projects have been announced in recent months. Um, while few engineering details have been released, it's thought that the existing circa 300 meter tall stump will be kept in place to stabilize the building until its completion before being demolished. We put these out. Uh, worth saying, I was doing this early Saturday morning because we we're going to get it in the, in the Saturday morning newsletter. FYI, the foundation and newsletter rounding up five cool stories from the week comes out every Saturday morning at 8am, free to subscribe to. Link on our website. You're welcome. Cheeky plug there. <laughs> But we had that going out Saturday morning. So I was up early Saturday morning putting these renders out. And I sort of posted it. And then like within a couple of minutes, there was a lot. There was a lot of likes and a lot of comments and a lot of shares. And I was like, <laughs> okay, this is getting a bit, this is interesting. And to say it's blown up would be an understatement. I think it was our most popular LinkedIn post in six months. It's had, what is it on Facebook? 1200 shares 1700 comments 5000 likes it's had wow yeah a lot on twitter as well what are we talking about twitter like yeah hundreds of retweets nearly 500 likes instagram 7000 likes loads of comments like it is properly <laughs> properly blown up and there's a lot of people that fell for it all day i had people going i mean there, there was another news company this other like uh, architecture news company on on instagram <laughs> posted it as a legitimate story. Are you joking? Crediting the B1M, yeah. <laughs> my stories, the, Insta, the B1M's Instagram stories blew up. People going, oh my God, this has just been announced. It's all over the news. I can't believe they're doing this. Saudi Arabia are crazy. Like, oh, there's engineers on LinkedIn going, oh, I think oh, they'll be impressed by that, but I imagine they're doing this to stabilize the foundations. And <laughs> <laughs> So much fun. I think this kind of says two things. One, it says, I think it shows how crazy some of these project announcements have got in the last year that people actually looked at this and went, oh, yeah, we can see that happening. We can imagine Saudi Arabia building something like that. Um, and in a nice way, I think it kind of shows how much people trust the B1M because we put this out and many people thought because it's on B1M and granted, we haven't really done a joke like this before, a lot of people fell for it. Or used to trust the B1M. <laughs> <laughs> what have we done? <laughs> um, I was um, one of those people that fell for it. I, I checked it. I saw it on Saturday and I just liked it, continued scrolling. And then I thought about it overnight and I was just like, how are they going to get all the sewage, <laughs> all the electrical, all that stuff, all the elevators, the the foyer, all that stuff? And then I thought, I was like, is that the Burj upside down? And then I went back to my phone. And I was like, oh, my God, man, it's bloody april fools and i had friends text me as well being like mate that um that b1m april fools post got me hey <laughs> <laughs> yeah i uh i commented and i just did like the eye the eyes emoji and um yeah i quickly deleted it because i was like oh hang on <laughs> hang on <laughs> hang on <laughs> Yeah, no. This is this is an April Fool's show. It got me. It really, really did get me though. Like, because I just didn't expect it from from you, Fred. You from know, from a trusted thought, source, mate. Yeah, yeah. I thought better of you, mate. I thought yeah. better of you. When you actually look at the render, you, it, a it's in the middle of nowhere, and there's two random towers in the background, and then there's <laughs> <laughs> so all these like people just in the <laughs> desert, just chilling. 
yeah. Well, they're for Burning Man. I they're have to say, Burning it, does, it does like fit a big cult. with the general architectural render look. Like, you know, it's idyllic. There's trees. There's sort of a mist mm-hmm. on the horizon. The sun's hitting it the right way. There's diversity. No, there's no flying taxis, mate. Oh, yeah. We missed the drones. We should have right. some drones on it. Yep. Yeah. It's Come not a true man. render without flying cars, flying taxis. <laughs> It's just that some trees on top. <laughs> it is. It is actually. Uh, it is crazy how many people, like you said, fell for it, and it is a testament to how much stuff is being built right now. But also, I'll say in Saudi Arabia, in Saudi Arabia, some of the projects. So you could easily, you could easily say, "Oh yeah, Saudi Ar- for April Fools." Oh yeah, Saudi Arabia are building um, a Winter Olympics venue. <laughs> You know, like yeah, they're going to build a on. ski resort in the desert. Yeah, no, you having me on? Yeah, they're going to build a massive cube big enough to hold twenty Empire State buildings. No, stop yeah. it. Yeah, and that's why I think a lot of people kind of just were like, "Oh yeah, okay, fair enough." A bit weird, but all right. <laughs> but I liked it. I enjoyed it, Fred. So, and Ian, well done, well done, team. Very good. Yeah, we very much enjoy putting that together. I'm very. I just want a public apology. If you fell for this, if you still think this is a legitimate building, <laughs> and again, again, media covered it. People are posting it, reposting it, saying it's happening. Like, yeah, <laughs> unreal, unreal. What, um, yeah, what, I'm sorry if we tricked you. What, what? One of my favourite comments is them Saudi love watching sci-fi films. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love that. I, I love that. Uh, yeah, lots of... <laughs> I don't know where to start. There are so many comments. We're completely overwhelmed with comments. Like, I'd hate to be on the foundation design team for this. What material are they going to use to transfer that amount of load into the ground? <laughs> you know, all this stuff going on and on. I can imagine it in Saudi Arabia. I wouldn't like to see it in London, though. I, I mean... <laughs> who did the wind tunnel analysis? Like, yeah. Obviously. People yeah. are doing these lengthy takedowns of it, lengthy engineering analysis of it in the comments. Like, it's a joke. It's not yeah. happening, guys. No. <laughs> anyway, swinging over now to a skyscraper that is happening over in our favourite skyscraper city. Sorry to say, New York, the home of the skyscraper for me, the spiritual home of the skyscraper. We have got another beautiful KPF tower rising. This is 525th Avenue. Rising 305 metres above Manhattan, offering 98 residential apartments across 76 storeys, along with some new commercial space at ground level. Currently under construction, there is works happening on the site. Uh, things are starting to rise out of the ground, which is very, very exciting. I am certain these 98 residential apartments are going to be affordable, being where they are on Fifth Avenue in New York. That aside... I really like this. I think it's beautiful. It fits with New York. We've got the classic, classic kind of step-back profile. I'm a big fan, but do you guys agree? The killer question, yes or no, from Luke and Liam. Yeah, I agree, mate. I, I, it's it's like the tower we were talking about last week, the, the kind of nod to the 1920s Art Deco, New York-style skyscrapers. I'm a big, big fan. Mm. What do you think, Luke? Yeah, I, yeah, I would um, I'd agree, mate. To me, this just screams New York. I don't know what's going on like lately, mate. Like Some of these towers in manhattan are outstanding aren't they it feels like new york are almost going back to what they know with the step back approach 
the nods to Art Deco, the nods to their own history. And I felt like with a few towers in the last like decade or two, it's not really felt like that. It's felt like these towers could have been in any major global city. Mm. Um, no, I think this is a return to form, mate. A real return to form. Even, you know, uh, the windows have that slight curvature to them, don't they? That sort of yeah. Art Deco design. It's yeah, I'm I'm I I love it. I think it's fantastic. Very impressive. You got to you got to appreciate that third image. That is just such a beautiful picture. I know obviously yeah. it's a render. That is just phenomenal though. Looks like something yeah. out of a movie. Yeah. I love how they have to do this thing though when they do a New York render. So this building is 305 meters. The obviously the Empire State is, is well over 400. But the way they position it, they have to do the render with the Empire State and the World Trade Center in the background. It's like they're kind of trying to validate this building by putting it next to other big New York icons and making the render more attractive by putting the big New York icons in there. And they've kind of like set the camera angle away. This looks like it's taller than the Empire State, but it's not. It's just obviously it's in the foreground and it's you know, the way the camera angle sets to. But yeah, it's just an interesting way of like putting the render together. Every single one of these renders has got the proximity to the Empire State and the skyline made clear. I think because it's, you know, there's there's a commercial aspect to this tower. They're trying to sell these 98 apartments in it. So highlighting the New York views, I imagine, is part of that mix. Yeah. It's got, I mean, you would, wouldn't you, though? Like, it's mm. a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. It's like if you were selling um, real estate in, in, like, Sydney and you could see the Sydney Opera House. Like, obviously, you're going to include it, aren't you? You know, it's... Um, but with New York, it has that scale that you can kind of zoom out and go, oh, look how close this is to the Empire State Building. It's probably not that close, you know, <laughs> but <laughs> it has that scale, doesn't it? And I think that's probably the advantage of something so, somewhere like New York is that if you're high enough, you know, in a building, you could, you could see all those landmarks. You can see yeah, all yeah. of those buildings. So, it, it, it works on me, like the whole trick about, you know, do, do you want to buy an apartment with a view of new york yes 100 percent. i mean yeah. i'm like i'm a good like 10 million quid short but you know yeah <laughs> financials aside i'd 100 percent buy an apartment with a nice view and um, the thing about the being able to see the empire state mate i i always do this when i go to midtown new york the empire state is so big and imposing you can see it from almost anywhere mm. uh, i could see it from my hotel last time i was there and it looks really close and you go oh it's just the empire state it's only five minutes away it's always a lot further away than you think yeah, it's always like a good twenty minutes from where you're actually standing. I find so. Yeah, yeah, I found that as well, mate. I found that as well. I this is another tower that you know. One day when I go back to New York, that I'm looking forward to seeing rising. Like last week's tower, I think New York are onto a good one, and no trees. No, you know they got the they got the setbacks, and then they've not gone. Oh, let's plonk some random trees on. They've resisted the temptation, and I'm they glad. Have. I'm, I'm really glad. Don't seem to go for the tree thing. They don't seem to go in for the tree thing. They haven't branched out into that yet. Well, oh. well because maybe they realise that it's a bit gimmicky. Maybe, mm. and I, I do. Be... I do think it's. I do think it's like it's a fad. Do you know what I mean? I do think we're going to come out of the era of shoving trees on everything. <laughs> you know, because. <laughs> Is it as sustainable as what people think? Is it as green as what people think? Is it greenwashing? I think there's a lot of conversation to be had around it. But anyway, I don't want to digress too much. Yeah, no, I like it. I, I think this is, fits with New York well. 
it's one of those skyscrapers because there have been some some uh, towers announced recently that are very kind of dramatic. They're very different. They're trying to make an impact on the skyline, but there have been others that really do just try and fit with their local context and fit in with the city. And I think this is one of those. I really like this. It's not too imposing. It's got classic New York feel. Yeah, I'm a big, big fan. Do our listeners agree? Guys, let us know. Podcast at theblm.com. We want to get uh, your feedback on this. Hot or not? Yes or no? Is it good for New York? Bad for New York? Let us know in the old email inbox. Talking of the email inbox, have we got a thing this week, Luke? Yeah. Um, okay. This is a bit of a different one, lads. Um, you might need to get Google ready. And listeners as well, you might need to get Google ready. But if not, I'm sure Fred, I'll give Fred the privilege of describing what we're about to do. Um, <laughs> what is going we, on? I'm, we, I'm nervous we, here. we got an email. We got an email in from Benjamin Ryan. Okay. Benjamin Ryan. And he's just said, uh, Blue Tech Park Project Las Vegas, followed by a lot of eyes emoji, staring eyes emoji. <laughs> um if you can, boys, have a little Google of the Blue Tech Park project uh, in in Vegas. He sent us a photo of the tower um, in that project, and and oh, it can't the, be real. <laughs> he he's just said the the title of his email is uh, an aubergine. <laughs> or uh <laughs> do the americans call that an eggplant <laughs> yeah i think they call the it americans, they it call reminds it me mate. it reminds me a bit of the those gardens oh, yeah. in singapore the sort of tree type gardens in singapore some of the some of the lower tier skyscrapers the big skyscraper i know what you mean yes it's just it's awful or like it the um so, what, what was the one that got recommended the tulip in london was it the tulip <laughs> yeah Hmm. A couple that other words it, was it? use for that. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> <wasn't> <laughs> it. Suggestive suggestive skyscrapers is a whole genre on its own. There's, there's an episode there, Luke, definitely. <laughs> yeah. What I thought was interesting though is that there's not really if this was built, I think it'd be the like by a long shot, the the tallest tower in Vegas. Um there's not many tall, tall buildings in Vegas, is it? It's very like mid rise kind of blocky girthy boys isn't it like those big wide hotels yeah um, yeah because the airport's really close by isn't it Have the you been tower looks like a boot yes it does. It looks like a boot yes that's a yes. better way of we'll go with it. that let's go with that we'll one go. yeah <laughs> 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 oh, well thank you for bringing that to our attention what was his, what was his name again ryan Benjamin Ryan. Benjamin mate. Ryan. Ben- Benjamin Ryan. <laughs> that's, that's our email of the week. Thanks, Benjamin, mate. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly listening to us from the back, off the back of the Prince Albert anecdote. So there you go. Yeah. Just keeps bringing in, keeps bringing in new listeners. <laughs> well, guys, keep your messages and emails coming in. We love reading them. We love reading them out. As I said last week, it really does spur us on. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Have you guys had a good... How have you found this episode compared to other episodes? I've loved it, mate. You know, Israel, um, you guys making fun of my skyscraper selection. <laughs> the Rothschild. I'm going to be looking at that all day. Like, yeah, they were right. They were right. What am I thinking? Yeah, look at um, that finish. That, look at that beautiful yeah. finish. Yeah. Is, it a skys- is it a skyscraper? Nah, it's Residential a tower, block. Residential block. <laughs> 
residential block. block. <laughs> I'll take I'll take the residential block. I'll take the residential <laughs> block. Yeah, it's been it's been amazing, mate. The the, the April Fool's stuff, the New York skyscraper, the Las Vegas suggestive tale. Come on. It doesn't get better than this, does it? It's been cracking. It because doesn't. What more could you want? What more could you want for a podcast? No. Apparently no, it does get better than this though. If you look at the Spotify charts, there are many, many podcasts <laughs> above us on the old general charts. But hey, we're killing it in construction, so <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate you tuning in. Keep your emails coming in, guys. Podcast at the B1M.com and we will see you next week. April Fool's thing, yeah. Mm, that's Go got on. me, man. Same. A lot of people. Same. A I actually lot. deleted my comment. <laughs> what did you I'm sat on the body. Nah, I'm sat on the body. I'm sat on the body. How was it? Uh, yeah, it was alright, mate. I mean, I don't know, just, yeah, I was just sick, you know. Fred Mills gonna... fitness inspiration video. <laughs> I'm not going to comment on that. Okay. It was good. It was good. We celebrated the new financial year. Happy fiscal new year to everybody who's <laughs> <laughs> celebrating around the world with a bit of Excel. Um, yep. Yeah. yeah, mate. No, yeah, I'll start again. Yeah, I've. Um, I had to like sit in the bath to stop shaking. Like my whole body was shaking. I was like, flopping out and everything. We literally come up with this on the Thursday. It's, it, it, it was a very good idea. A very good idea. Whose idea was it? Ian Parkin. Was it really classic Ian? Classic Ian, yeah. I then didn't, was testing Ned if she still had it, and I made her wear a mask inside. At first I was joking. And then she kept in wearing it, so I just like, let her do it for a couple of days. <laughs>